Hey guys, welcome back to Bite Size English with Matt. Um, today, we're not going to be doing much grammar. We're not going to be talking vocabulary. Uh, we're going to be just talking a few tips, some things that you can do to really help your English ability improve, uh, especially your speaking and more importantly, your listening ability. Um, because those are very important, obviously. Those are the most common ways we use English is listening and, and speaking. So apart from the podcast, which I always encourage you guys to listen to and to, to send to your friends to make sure that they can have a good chance to listen and pick up a couple things uh, like, like you do every week. But instead of just listening to the podcast and going to class, there are some things we can do that can really help us improve our listening and speaking ability. So I'm just going to cover a couple of these for you guys today. Just a couple fun topics and then uh, we'll be, for the next the rest of the week, we're going to be doing a lot more vocabulary, um, things that we can practice on rather than just doing grammar. So let's get kicking off here. So when I was learning Mandarin Chinese, this is my, my, my second language is Mandarin Chinese. I, there's a couple of skills that I picked up that really helped me learn Chinese, kind of like Chinese people speak it. And now, number one is, of course, you're, the best thing to do is always just to speak to a native speaker. These The, the way that works is um, when you speak to a person that is learning English like yourself, then the main problem you're going to run into is they're not going to be able to correct your mistakes. So if you are able to speak to a native speaker, even if your ability is, in your mind, weak, which is possible, but it's also very possible that you're you're underplaying how your good your English actually is, if you speak to a native speaker, they can help you navigate some of the difficulties that you're experiencing, or they can help you f- correct your mistakes to make it simple, okay? So if you're making the same mistake in the same place, they're going to be able to point that out for you if you're willing to, to have them do that. Now, the problem is that a lot of English speakers probably will not correct you by default, meaning they will not correct you just by themselves. They need to be asked, you need to ask these people to help you correct your English if you make common mistakes. Now, another important tip I would suggest for you is if you do have a native speaker in your life, someone you can speak to on a regular basis, then don't ask them to correct everything because that's going to be too overwhelming for you. And it's very possible that people can lose their confidence if they're corrected all the time. I know when I was learning Chinese, if my teacher or I had a couple Chinese friends, if they corrected my Chinese constantly, it didn't make me feel good. It didn't make me feel like I I have space to improve. It just felt like I couldn't pick up anything. I couldn't learn any of the language. So it just felt kind of bad, really, more than anything. I didn't feel confident. It lost some confidence doing that. So the important thing is to make sure that they give you some confidence, have and, you know, this is tips that they you learn as a teacher is you need to give some confidence, but you also need to find the mistakes and target them and correct them. And you can't expect most native English speakers that are not teachers to be able to do that naturally. So sometimes it's nice to ask your friends that are native English speakers to say, hey, please don't correct everything. But if you can make a couple corrections, that would really help. Okay, so that's that's a tip that really requires a native speaker. If you don't have a native speaker in your life, which is very possible, then what I would suggest instead is to watch a film, usually a cartoon film. Um, 
so films that are more designed for younger audiences and but find something that you find in- entertaining so find a movie that you think will be good and watch that movie until you can't watch it anymore. So you, you watch it over and over and over and over and over again. And I know that sounds very boring, but the great thing about doing that is that you're going to learn a lot of the vocabulary, a lot of the phrasing, a lot of the pacing of English, and like things like the accent, the where the stresses are in different words and different sentences, how people express themselves in English in normal settings I mean except cartoons are not always normal but they are very they are very practical in the way they speak their English because they are designed for children's vocabulary and that's important because while you're learning a second language your vocabulary is going to be a bit smaller it's going to be a little bit more limited and so using a film that is designed for children is going to be around the level that is going to be comfortable for you as well. And what you do, the first couple times you watch the film, watch the film in English audio, that's very important, and then put, if you can, subtitles of your language on, and if you possibly can as well, as well as the English subtitles. So both subtitle tracks. So you want, for example, if you're a native Russian speaker, which uh, would be interesting. If you're a native Russian speaker, you want to have the film in English, you'll have the Russian subtitles, and then you'll also have the English subtitles, okay? So you're going to watch that a few times in this way, so maybe once or twice or maybe three times. And you don't need to be sitting there watching it completely focused. What you can do is you can leave it on, you can cook you can do your homework you can do other sort of things in the house but just have it on listening to the english in the background but with the russian or the your own native language there so that you can under you can read what's going on in the movie after you've done that a few times and you're more comfortable with some of the f- the words in the f- in the movie take your native language subtitles off and leave the english subtitles on this is important because you need to be able to some people need to see the words as well as listen to the words because you you might miss some words if you don't also see them as well so it's very important that we leave the english subtitles on as well while we're trying to learn those words when we have the movie on this you're probably going to do for a while so again we're only doing one film we're not talking about watching a whole series of films we're not talking about watching different films over different days one film exactly one film um, I'll give you guys a couple of suggestions at the end of this little bit um, that you could try but the important thing is that you're going to pick up a lot of great vocabulary and it's going to really stick because it's going to be like like when you listen to a song over and over again you can start to sing that song and this is the same idea but you're just doing it with a movie so you're going to learn those phrases like you would learn a song practical english phrases that you can use every day finally when you feel like you have the ability to take the english subtitles off and just listen listen to the to the movie um again don't need to watch it don't need to sit there and be watching minute one to the last minute of the movie you can just have it on the background right you're cleaning the house have it on the background doing taking a shower (laughs) if you can hear the tv from your bathroom then you can do it while that's on there too Uh, if you're cooking if you're having dinner whatever just have it on in the background and then you'll be able to pick these kind of things up and you'll you'll be very 
keen to discover that you're going to pick up a lot of vocabulary doing this. I don't just give this advice uh, because I feel like it, because I want to sell a movie or something. I did this when I was learning Mandarin. Um, my roommate and I in, in school, we watched the same movie. We watched the movie, the Japanese animated movie, Spirited Away, in, in, in Chinese, probably about, I'd say about 25 times, 20 to 25 times. We had it on almost every day for two months. So that would be like closer to 60, 60 times, but we maybe, maybe not every day, every other day. And we learned quite a bit of our vocabulary just doing that. Now, the other really great thing to do, listen to English music, okay? Um, don't have, doesn't have to be the same song. And try to find songs with clear lyrics that you can learn from. And maybe you want to learn about a different, a different genre of music. So I know it doesn't sound like the best, but country western music is quite good to, to pick up some English phrasing for sure. I mean, that is very American, though, country western. There's, I mean, of course, there's people from around the world that sing it, but it's a very American style of music. But there are other types of music you can listen to that work as well. Okay. And then finally, um, I know this is a bit of a hackneyed kind of usual thing to do, but if you do flashcards, try to find flashcards that have audio. One great program that I like to use is a program called Anki, A-N-K-I. Um, and a lot of people have amazing flashcard decks that help you learn vocabulary words or maybe phrases. And a lot of them contain audio as well. So you can really pick up some of the audio, how people express the phrases. Because sometimes phrases, you see, you'll see a string of five words and you can say all the words, but maybe you don't know how to express it properly, how native speakers actually express it. You might put the, 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 the stress on the wrong word in that phrase. Okay, so if you're ever going to do flashcards, I would recommend Anki, A-N-K-I, and make sure that you have the audio as well, okay, because it's very important that you learn how some things are said. And then, of course, when you do the flashcards, say it out loud. Don't just try to say it in your head. If you have the chance, it's best to say it out loud so you can hear yourself say it. Uh, maybe if someone's there in the room with you, they can hear you say it and they can help you if you're wrong or maybe like, oh, wow, good job, you, that... That was exactly how you say that. So once again, all the tips that we've covered today, uh, just really kind of simple tips. One, if you have a native English speaker in your life, ask them to correct you. Don't let them just let you make mistakes and you develop bad habits, but make sure that they don't correct everything because that is bad for confidence. Even if you are a very confident person, it might still hurt your confidence. Um, and then the second one, the biggest tip, watch a film over and over again and that's again a cartoon so my suggestions for cartoons anything from pixar which is a movie studio in the united states they have a great range of films that would be things like toy story or finding nemo or these type of things and the great thing about that is they have a lot of great puns in them that can help you kind of learn some vocabulary as well how we use puns in english uh, if you want to try and learn maybe with the british accent you could listen watch movies like arthur christmas or flushed away these are two very british movies that have the british accent so it's something you could learn it that way for sure um and of course there's lots of other great cartoon movies like shrek is a kind of a classic very very uh very american style but it is got a lot of great vocabulary in it and again if you 
want to watch something that's very entertaining. And so for most of the adult listeners, um, you want to watch something that's not too designed for children. Otherwise, it just won't be as interesting. And of course, you could watch dubbed versions of Japanese or what have you, animated films. Usually those are very engaging. They're very interesting. So you don't have to worry about them being too childish. Um, But again, because they are still kind of animated, they might be a little bit toned down on the vocabulary. They're not going to be too difficult. They're not going to be talking about huge, large concepts or talking about science or these type of things that might make it difficult. Okay, uh, but there's no assignment for us today. Just make sure that we we maybe find a movie and we start watching the the, 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 the living heck out of that movie. Okay, but if you guys have any questions uh, and if you want maybe another suggestion for a film, send me an email, bitesizedenglish at gmail.com or you guys can find me on Twitter at bitesizedengpod. All right, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a good night.